This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talbot lips three one-on-ones in the game. Miss a penalty after 30 seconds of the game. Situations that we had all throughout. We didn't take one of them and we conceded a relatively soft goal again. Good football from their point of view, but I think we have to defend it a little bit better. And ultimately, that's the game. Performance-wise, I thought we were very good coming away from home. Four or five players missing. I thought it was a very good performance. A 1-0 loss at Leighton Orient may have left Nigel Clough on the fence, but are Mansfield Town's fans alongside him collecting splinters or have they got their feet on the grass in another garden entirely? Perhaps it was the delusions caused by the heat, but heading back to the coach yesterday, I heard everything from, we'll win nothing until we buy a striker, to, we'd have won that if it wasn't for the goalkeeper. Personally, I think it's a mixture of the two, although I do think I'll be saying this until January, and if I hear one more comment about Donny Johnson, I think I may explode. He's gone, let it go. Anyway, as defeat in the sun-drenched capital followed a narrow cup exit to Derby in midweek, we'll cast our eye over proceedings from the last week and much, much more in between, including a brand new feature. As ever, come and have your say on your team in the live feed. Leave us your comments, your questions, your opinions and six lottery numbers. Or is that just wishful thinking? Delusions of the sun again. Anyway, this is the show for the fans, by the fans. This is the Mansfield Matters Podcast. Those six lottery numbers, by the way, is to buy us some brand new streaming software. After a year of using Restream, it's starting to wane a little bit. Maybe it's crumbling under the heat. Who knows? Anyway, all of that aside, hello. Welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because win, lose or draw, Mansfield always matters. My name's Craig Priest. Joining me tonight, well, we've got an absolute array of uh, stag supporting people of all ages from all parts of the Midlands um, to discuss all things Mansfield Town and of course you guys at home as well. Tonight we're going to be talking the Leighton Orient defeat, we'll be talking the uh, Carabao Cup exit at the hands of Derby County, what was a very narrow game in midweek and we'll be talking lots lots more in between. If you've got anything to say, comments, <coughs> questions, opinions, if you're watching the live feed, get them in the live feed right now, have your say in the comments and we'll read some of them out during the course of the show. And if you listen to the audio version of this, then make sure you come and join us. We'll be live again, not this Tuesday, but next Tuesday, 10 days time. More on that later on. Right, that's enough of me rambling. Let's get some of those comments coming in and say hello to the people that are joining me on tonight's voyage of all things Mansfield Town. Cam Felton will be joining us eventually. He was logged on to the stream before I pressed go live and then he's disappeared. So we'll see where he turns up later on the show. But let's find out who else is joining us by heading over to say hello. Good evening to the Edwin So Stag, who has brought a booster and looks like an F1 controller. Clive Parkin, good evening. Uh, good evening, Craig. Hello, everybody. 
what's what's with the headset? Talk me through the uh, the, the change in headwear. Um, it's it's one it's one thing rather than two, isn't it? It's uh, I, I was using a separate microphone and separate headset, and this is much easier to work with. Um, and I'm getting lazy in my old age. It's one less thing to plug in. <clears throat> Fair play. Um, like I say, Cam will be with us eventually when he's restarted everything and uh, press go live. <clears throat> managed to figure it out. But we've also got one man who's back from his jollies. The man who's won more champagne over the last week or so than, uh, than anybody who's won the lottery and can afford champagne on an hourly basis. His name is Alan Wilson. It's the Wonder Returns. Good evening. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, Clive. Good evening, everybody. Well, hopefully, you know, we will get to, uh, you know, get you back to winning ways on Tuesday night. But there are a few people that are delighted that you are <laughs> back at One Course Stadium, Alan. No, not the adoring crowd, your adoring public, but those people on your holiday resort who are getting sick and tired of seeing you win <laughs> every single night. Well, you know the old adage, Craig, you've got to be in it to win it. And we just kept winning it. Simple as. It's very, very true. We'll get you to pick some lottery numbers for us later on. And talk of the devil. I've just heard it uh, beep in my ears, but I can't see it pop up. Uh, I'm sure Cam will be there in a minute. I did hear it beep in my ears, but I can't see him yet to let him in. So let's go to some comments, shall we? Um, and Adam has kicked us off with uh, uh, a vital one, Alan. He says, I just don't care. Before we start, if Danny Johnson scores... He didn't work out at Mansfield and he was moved on. Move on. Yeah, exactly. That's what we've got to do. He's, not, uh, he's on loan at Warsaw for a reason. He wasn't getting any game time at Mansfield. Admitted he scored five goals or whatever. Same as the same scenario with Danny Rose. They've gone now. Let's stick with the Mansfield Town players we've got and hope that they start firing on all cylinders very soon. You can understand the frustration, though. It's all the Dannys, isn't it? It's all the Dannys, the, the, the Danny that went to Walsall, the Danny that went to Stevenage, and, and Danny Cook at Bradford. You mean Danny, Danny Cook? You mean Andy <laughs> Cook? See how you're trying to make it work, Jesus. Yeah. You see how you're trying to make it, it work. Doesn't. It certainly does not. Certainly well, no, our point taking it not, not very successfully is that when people move on, they're gone. It's as simple as, and you can regret it, you can lament it as much as you like. The only thing that matters and tomorrow is what you've got to aim for. And uh, we've had two away defeats. It's very early in the season. We didn't deserve anything from the. In my opinion, uh, yesterday it was almost a travesty. We didn't win the game, um, but these things happen. It's uh, these things do happen indeed. Uh, Jamie says decent performance, but we are missing out on an out-and-out -out striker. We need one SAP, so please don't say that we have already got one. And he plays at the back, and he isn't. Uh, the answer. We'll delve more into that in a little while, Alan, but obviously you've been overseas uh, on, on holiday, topping up the tan and, you know, bringing back the, the duty-free champagne. Um, what, uh, what have you made of uh, all things Mansfield Town whilst you've been uh, overseas on the sunbed? Well, I listened to both matches and uh, at Salford, it didn't sound as though we played very well. You know, they just couldn't, from what, you know, the uh, commentary was saying that we didn't string uh, more than two, three passes together. But Derby was a different thing, kettlefish altogether. I was really excited with that on edge at seat all the while through. And it sounded, and we'd even got, uh, I'd got a double connector. I was listening to one and a Leicester City fan who I met on holiday was listening to the other. And we we're going quite excited. So it was just a shame that we didn't pull it off in the end. Let's see if uh, the technical bugs uh, will work. Cam's in his new office, in his new uh, new house. He's not yet got internet wired in, uh, which is why he's a little bit sketchy. He's using his phone to tether. It's showing four out of ten on uh, the stability bar at my end in the back uh, studio. Let's see if we can uh, chat to him, though. Are you there, Cameron? I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> I'm going to take that as a no. Oh, no, dear. not yet. I'll, I'll send him a message in a minute and tell him I'll ring him like yeah. I did with Nathan last week. Um, of course, Alan, you, you, know, you listened to the Solfer game. You were spot on about that. Didn't play very well. Derby game, a different story though, wasn't it? Yeah, they played really well, apparently. And they were really unlucky not to, uh, you know, to get the result to take us to penalties. 
but uh, you know it's pro promising signs craig promising signs it sounds as though we they played really well and it was nice to see kellen gordon back or nice to hear kellen gordon back because apparently he had a good game wasn't he the man of the match he was on tuesday night yeah he was voted it, on it was the sponsors night. man of the match yeah mm. yeah I uh, I wasn't as convinced, to be fair, and I certainly wasn't as convinced uh, yesterday either. I didn't think he contributed a great deal yesterday, but no. you know it was a stinky hot day. It wasn't right for either team yesterday. It was awful, and they shouldn't be required to play in that sort of weather. Um, it certainly it stole some of the quality from the game, uh, but despite that, both teams commended you know play commendable football. But going back to the Derby game, I thought it was a cracking game of football. For any impartial observer, it would have been a really entertaining match. Both teams came out to win, and and the better team prevailed in the end. They had just a bit more strength and a than good we crowd had. Crowd as well. Excellent crowd. Normally, you get one man and his dog for the first round of the League Cup, and all right, they filled their end, which is not surprising given the size of the club and where they're travelling from. But to have over five thousand one hundred Stags fans there. It just shows where we are compared to where we've been in terms of core support. Well, home support, not necessarily core support. But certainly our, our season ticket sales and that number um, suggests that, you know, we have a bigger bank of now, which is good. Uh, keep your comments in. Have your say on yesterday's game and the Derby game. Now, I'm going <clears> to <throat> nip on into the other room. I'm going to exit myself from view so you can't see where I'm going. But I am still here. Um, but until I get back and let myself in, you two are in charge. So I'm going to leave this with you and see what happens. Um, Phil says, after yesterday's result, we need a goal scorer. Discuss. I'm going to say, looking through a couple of the comments, thank you very much to Peter. It's a great to have Alan on Mansell Matters. Enjoyed a great debate bringing you back from East Midlands. And I certainly did, Peter. It was a very nice trip. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And... Uh, It'd be nice to uh, see you probably at a Stags game somewhere along the line. Over to you, Clive, if you want to read another comment. Or maybe he could be a guest on Mansour Matters at some point. Who knows? That's, that's, bit, up, you to know, good that's up to the fellow who's gone, out, gone to make a cup of tea, I guess. We, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I don't buy this desperate need for a striker, but I do understand it quite well. We've scored one goal in three league games. You know, that doesn't all go well, does it? And uh, now we've got we have we have problems because of injuries, uh, and uh, and that hit, ha, hasn't helped. Um, I don't buy the 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 argument that uh, we need another number number nine because I don't think we play with a number nine anyway. I'm going to have um, to cut you off because I think we've got breaking Cam Felton on the line. Let's find out. Hello, Cam Felton. Oh, I think I'm here. Yes, I can hear you. Can you can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I can hear you, Cam. Good evening. I don't think you'll be. Oh no, you can. You can hear. I didn't. I didn't oh. think you'd be able to hear Alan and Clive, but apparently you can. Yeah, I can hear them. Oh, happy days! Well, there you go. We can have a full-on discussion. Um, all over the place as always. Good evening, Cam. Oh dear. Right. Um, <laughs> what were you talking about? I wasn't really listening, to be honest. No, you weren't I just listening. You read a couple of comments <laughs> and. Clive was on about, you know, the he didn't think there was a need for a certain number nine, as it, you know. Past, uh, I think we need what, what I'll say is we definitely nine, need but, more, uh, we, we need more firepower, but it isn't as simple as finding a number nine because I don't think we play that sort of game. Um, but we are leaving our uh, key striker somewhat unsupported at the moment. Well, let, let's bring. Well, let's bring let's bring Cam on to it as it uh, breaks up. Cam, I'm now relying on you. Uh, do we need another striker after yesterday? What's your view on it? Do we need the Mansfield Town need another striker? Uh, yeah, I think Oatsy can't do it all on his own, and I think <laughs> it, it, when you think about it, we've only you've got three strikers that are actually playing up front at the minute, and that's Oates. One uh, and Bowery, you're not playing Hawkins as a striker, you're not playing Aikens as a striker at the minute, so you've got to do something. No, you can't do it on his own. Jordan's obviously suspended for another two games, which, in the grand scheme of things, isn't the massive a massive issue, but it's the fact that we just can't score. 
the goal that we scored against Pranmere was an absolute fluke. It kind of just bounced off whole bottle. Um, weren't good enough going forward against Salford, and then same again yesterday. Just not good enough going forward. We create the chances, but we can't finish them off. And I don't think that's through a lack of trying because we absolutely hammered Leighton Orient and. It's just frustrating. You create a million and one chances and then you get their second chance and they score from it, which is by far the most frustrating thing. But, oh man, I mean, it's it's the old saying of this, the easy way, the hard way and then the Mansfield Town way. And you know, it's, you just seem to be repeating yourself every season. We said this last season, well, we needed, we needed a striker, we needed a striker. We bring Johnson in, he doesn't do it. And then same again, we need a striker this season. What do we do? We send Johnson out on loan and he scored five in four. So either way, we can't seem to win at the minute. But Let's delve into uh, Paul's comment, Alan. Is Oates lacking confidence in front of goal? Stags need a striker ASAP. Surely Mr Clough must see, must see it. The fans see it. So come on, Nigel, please get one. And let's deal with the first part of that comment. I think the latter is quite obvious. Is Oates lacking confidence in front of goal? For me, it's not actually been the same Reese Oates that we know and love since uh, his uh, injury towards the back end of last season. I've now lost all audio for Alan Wilson. <laughs> this, is going, oh, brilliant. this is going really, really well. Can't hear a word he's saying. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Let's see if we can get Clive back. Hello, Clive. Can you hear us? Yes, I can hear you. I've oh, tried rebooting, just... standing on one leg and spinning round. Oh, dear, oh, dear. We're talking resoaps and confidence. Paul was asking in the comments, is he lacking confidence? I personally think it's not been the same since uh, the back end of last season. No, he took a bit of a knock towards the end of the last season. And after that, he wasn't as sharp and as bright as he had been. Um, and like every other striker, goals breed confidence and confidence breeds, breeds goals. It's a bit of a vicious circle when it's not working. Um, but I mean, he, with an, on another day, he'd have got two goals yesterday and that would have been the difference, wouldn't it? So uh, um, he's still our best strike, striking player, but we, that's, that's not saying a lot because we've had a lot of those fit to, to ready to play. I don't know what the solution is and I don't think many people do. And just to go out and go to the, a Danny Rose type play is not the solution. Cam, your thoughts on it? Um, I think he's maybe lacking a little bit, but I think that's just—I think that's just any striker. You, especially a goal, yeah, a goal-scoring striker. You need you need to, need to be scoring goals to get the confidence, and yeah, it is a vicious cycle to be stuck in because you've not got the confidence to get a goal, but to get the confidence, you need to score a goal. And it's, it's, yeah. What's the fix for that this season other than just keep playing him and hope that he scores? Because unfortunately, with the way things are going, we've not got that that back in there. Obviously, Aikens is still picking up, uh, still got a bit of a knock. Um, Bauer is still suspended. Boateng seem now, now seems to be injured. And it, it just seems to be one thing after another this season. And we thought last season, start of last season could be any worse. But, I mean, it's good that we got a win under his belt last weekend, but we just need to be taking baby steps still. Because obviously we've brought quite a few players in and obviously the core of the squad is still there. But when you're missing players left, right and centre, it's going to upset the team. And... It's great that Kellen Gordon's back in the side because we've needed him and obviously Jordan Bowery's not able to play and he's, neither is Lucas Aikens, but you, you you lose a couple of key players, but you gain another. So, topsy-turvy start to the season, but yeah, it's chaos. Uh, let's go back to some more podcasts. Yeah, mate, it's been like this all season long. Um, so, it's... Uh... Going well, going well so far this season. I'm going to just uh, say hello to Alan Wilson and see if he can talk. Hello, Alan Wilson. 
<laughs> no, not go at all. What you need to do, mate, is you need to uh, do what you did before, exit and then uh, re-enter. That should uh, fix El Problemo. Uh, let's go back to some more comments. Honestly, I think we're just good. I think it's a sign, you know, Clive, from the podcasting gods that we should just stop. Um, let's go back to some more comments. Uh, it's still very early days, says Roger, but one goal in three games is not great. But I still think we will come good. Uh, we are uh, weather. Whether we are a dyna- whether we are dynamic enough to be one of the top teams is debatable at the moment. Craig says goals will come. Oates was a slow starter last season too. Swan will get goals. Maybe once he gets one, he will kick on. Um, I also thought uh, Jordan Barry was unavailable again on Tuesday night. Clough said that Barry is available on Tuesday. My understanding of it is that it was a one-game uh, ban. Could be wrong. Hope I am. Uh, hope I'm right, though. I hope it is just a one-game man. Because uh, to be honest, Clive, I, th- I actually felt uh, whether he played up top or at wing back, we actually missed a little bit of Jordan Bowery at Leighton Orient yesterday. Well, it would have been a useful player to have, no question about that. But his presence is winning. Um, I think it is only a one match. Right? It wasn't violent conduct, so I think uh, it's it's deemed a match ban. But uh, and I actually hope it is because I'm in my team. For for uh, Tuesday night, um, as a striker, would you believe? So uh, I, I think, would actually. Uh, seeing as uh, he's in the number nine, yeah. Well, no, but he hasn't been playing as a striker. Has no, he? When no. he has played, he's, he's had a wandering brief, as it were. But I'd love us to go back to four four two for a while, and and have a midfield of Maris, Slapsley, Clark, and Quinn. I think we need we need that uh, strike ability that uh, Lapsley and Clark bring uh, to the midfield. To support what is an under pressure strike force. So, um, and I'd have Oaks and Bowery on Tuesday night, I think. But uh, uh, Adam say, what, what do I know? Go on. Uh, Adam says, Oaks and Swan, bear with them. Team performance has not been too bad. Be patient. Uh, Kerry says, Bowery got the red card on a cup game, so he, miss, he doesn't miss three games. Um, he therefore can play Tuesday. Roger says, we have some very impatient fans on the keyboards. Um, <laughs> always, always do. Always do. Kerry says, Oats and Swan for me all day long. Craig says, can we, Roy says, sorry, can we afford another bad start? Um uh, to the season, yes. we can't rely on another unbeaten run. He says we don't need another midfielder, but he signs two and no striker or centre back. He um, he must sort it. What do you make of that, Cam? Can we afford another bad start to the season? Personally, I think time's running thin if we want to uh, hit the ground running. If Skybet turns out to be uh, the same as it, uh, it it was last season, which indeed was very very tight. Yeah, I mean. You look at the the run that we went on. What no winning, no winning fourteen games, and then we miss out on automatics by what? How many points? Uh, what was it? One in the end, wasn't it? <clears throat> it, it was um, was, automatic automatic promotion, weren't we? <clears throat> yeah, it's, but so you pick up one point in that, and it's totally different. And we had a good start <laughs> last season. You think? Unbeaten in opening three, win two, drawn one. You're thinking, all right, yeah, we'll do all right this season. Then absolute bus hit here. We lose players left, right and centre again. And we just go on this massive downward spiral. So let's hope it's not exactly the same as last season. But I'd like to think that Clough has taken into account last season and, and done a little bit of planning or a little bit of brainstorming as to sort of like what he wants to do with the team and, and tactics and, and whatever because yeah we can't afford another season in League Two really. Still a I long if, still a long time to go though, isn't there oh, in the, the transfer? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a long time to go, but you you think if you get off to a good start then usually you'll be in and around there. There's obviously a few teams that do start well and then fell off towards the end of the season. Obviously Sutton did it. Uh, Leighton Orient did it. They did, had a really good start last season as well. They've done the same again this season. Uh, and they tailed off towards the end. So, obviously, your start's not everything. But you, 
to get your fan base behind you. You don't want your fans on your back after three games, do you? So I think it's just more like getting confidence within the, within the fan base and the club. It's a, a difficult one because when you're not winning games, like when you're not winning games that you should be winning, it, it can be difficult because obviously everyone's a football manager and reading by the endless comments on Facebook, it seems that everyone can do a better job than club could. But it's frustrating because you think it's 78 days since we lost in that playoff final. And you think back to this time last year and nobody thought we'd have ever got to the playoff final, let alone survive last, uh, survive relegation last season. So there is a long way and anything can happen in football. It's a weird game. And, and the over the course of 46 games, it's... It's a, a lot, lots of turns in the road, and and many, many different things can happen. So, it, you know, it's a hard one to sum up. It, it really is. It certainly is. In talking of a hard one to sum up, that's uh, this streaming software. Alan Wilson has closed his laptop down, thrown it out the window, gone and picked it up again, and plugged it back in, and he's logged back on. Can he speak? <laughs> well, I hope so, Craig. Yeah. Come on. <clears throat> Go on, the, the only thing I've got to say, Craig, about Reese's uh, two chances yesterday, if you flip it on its head and their striker had been going, what would we have been saying about Christy Pym? It had oh, been, exactly. you know, miraculous. It had got man at match. You know, it, there's two sides to every story, isn't they? Okay, he missed two, what he'd normally score, but I bet out of 10, he'll put seven away. Now, do you know what? I've said it for, for years and you can go back through this podcast and I'll be absolutely proved right. Lawrence Vigaru is one of the, for me, one of the top three keepers in Skybet League 2. And whenever we've been looking for a goalkeeper, his name is one that I've always thrown into the mix. He was excellent. I think it was at Swindon that he was before, wasn't he? Was it under Flickcraft Cam that he was at Swindon? I think so, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think, I, think so. said, I think you said that to me yesterday. Um, but again, the saves that he made, if you look that from an anal analytical point of view as a neutral, as, from a goalkeeping perspective, they were three top draw saves. And again, he made a comfortable one from Ollie Clark, who probably should have done better in the second half. But again, you know, against any other goalkeeper or on another day, he doesn't get his leg to it. It just goes above his leg and it goes in the back of the net. It's one of those things. And one thing we also probably should point out about yesterday, Clyde, before we turn things more broadly, because I really want to talk about your comment about systems, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But one thing we should point out yesterday was the whoever scored the first goal yesterday was probably going to go and win the game, whether that was the first minute or 90th minute, because the heat was just ridiculous. I honestly have no idea how they managed to play in that. It was sweltering in the stands and out there in the middle of the park. It must have been pushing 40 degrees at times. Yeah. As I said earlier, it's the wrong time to play football. Um, obviously, no one's in control of the climate, but uh, it's not footballing weather. And, and uh, hats off to them. These players have got to be fit to have played 90 minutes under those conditions with just a couple <clears> of <throat> water breaks thrown in. Um, but it didn't help the standard of football. It certainly was never going to be a fast-moving, sweeping goal fest of a game. Um, and we had the chance to take the game by the throat in the first minute. We, we muffed it. But having said that, on another day, we'd have won that game comfortably. I don't have a real problem with the goal, with the uh, uh, chances that were missed. The goalkeeper had a worldie. And, uh, you know, these things are going to come along every now and again. But we, um, it's far too early to worry about where we are and to, to start calling mm. for... The questioning the manager's ability, which I know people tend to do because we're all better managers than the one who is paid to do the job. But you won't get many of the 500 odd people that went to uh, the uh, the Bayer Stadium down in uh, uh, Leighton yesterday to believe that we haven't got a good side. We played well, given given the yeah. circumstances that we, we are working with, with key players missing, dreadful heat, bad luck and a goalkeeper on absolute top form. Um, I don't think there's much wrong there. And it, it's small percentages that makes a difference between being successful or unsuccessful. Um, and I have no hesitation in thinking that we're going to do quite well this year. But I'd have liked a better start. Of course I would. But Interesting. I'm not, I'm not buying the panic at all. No, 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 not at all. I personally felt we played really, really well yesterday. And I tried to sort of stay out of conversations 
on the way back about you know getting strikers this and that because from what I'm seeing from a performance point of view other than Salford where I thought we were absolutely dreadful um, I think we've played some good stuff so far this season we were tremendous against uh, Derby and gave them a real real uh, good game very narrow game in the end real real classic um, Tranmere I thought we played very very well um, and obviously made the most of our set piece and again times against Leighton Orient yesterday I felt we played comfortably well in certain conditions contending with injuries and things like that um, the only sort of niggle and, and things that I have at the moment are how long we persevere with the three five two four, and I've been a big fan of it and I am a big fan of it and I truly believe that it will come good for Mansfield Town but like I've said on numerous occasions with the right personnel in the right positions and uh, I'm not entirely convinced that yesterday again at times in that game we had it we then did change to a back four um, at times and we looked looked better but then we looked a little bit lost at times as well I think we need to find our identity and the question for me Clive is whether we persevere with three at the back to try and grow into it which is you know essentially what Nigel Clough is clearly trying to trying to do at the moment or do we switch back to what we knew and uh, what worked for us last season which was a back four a solid back four then either a diamond in midfield or a three with uh, with one in behind the front two do you go for a formation which could come good long term or do you go for the short term plaster over the cracks I mean, the answer is you, you should be saying yes to the first, but in practice, we'll say yes to the second because there's too much at stake. Um, uh, people are under pressure, clubs are under pressure, managers are under pressure, and the fans can't tolerate too much of disappointment. It's a fact. So I think we do need to do whatever we have to do in the next three or four games to turn would-be wins into actual wins. And then you can go back to looking at formations. I mean, the whole thing is predicated on predicated on whether you play uh, Callum Gordon or not, um, because he adds a dimension that we didn't have for most of the last season. Um, and I think uh, my view at the moment is, in fact, we did change to a four at the back during the game yesterday, didn't we? Because it wasn't quite right for us. And you have to do it based on what the opposition's up to. And, you know, this is something that fans don't always see. And, and, uh, and obviously... Clough and his, uh, his management team responded yesterday. The problem with doing that, if you change the format mid-game, it doesn't always work because players tend to forget what they're doing. And, and I honestly think that the one um, bad mistake that resulted in them scoring was the result of players not being in the right position. It was simple as that. And loose possession in the key area. And then you, you're giving them the chance they don't deserve. But... Uh, we have a mistake in this for every game, so we just need another goal every game. And it brings back to the argument is we are asking too much of a depleted strike force at the moment. So um, somebody suggested, why don't we try Gale up front? I'm, 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 this merit in that is uh, the lad's there and he's fit. But uh, I'm not at this point convinced about Swan. I think uh, I liked what I saw of him pre-season, but he hasn't really brought that into the... Uh, into the league game so far, he may do, and hope he does, because he's a young, fit player. Um, and let's be fair, Oates needs some support. The lad's mm. battling too long on his own, and, uh, and and I think, as Cam says, he's not actually as fit as he, he perhaps needs to be. Staying with formations and uh, and quick fixes versus uh, longevity, Adam in the comments says, depth in the squad is phenomenal. Let's wait till the injured players pan out. Uh, three five two is a winning formula uh, for a full squad and uh, strong bench. Cam, what's your take on it? I think, yeah, we've got to for these players to come back from being injured. But these, like, we had a all but fully fit squad going to Salford, and we were dire. And that was a game that we sh we should have comfortably won last season. And yes, they've made a they'd made a couple of signings, but they weren't. I mean, you've got Richard Narty at centre back, who ended up going into the team of the week, and I think he actually made it into the EFL team of the week as well. That's how dire we were. And Narty's well. Narty had a good game. Let's be fair. I wish you could. He did. I wish you could. He did, but really we made him look good. And but this is the point when you've got a fully fit and a near fully fit team. 
you need to be hammering teams like that. And it, it's ridiculous because we create chance after chance after chance, but we don't put them away. And now, even in games where we're missing key players and this, that and the other, we're still creating chances, but we're still not finishing them off. So that either says that we, we're missing players more than we think, so i.e. Hawkins in right position, blah, 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 whatever, or we're just simply not good enough and we need to add an extra body to bolster the squad. Yes, we've got strength and, and depth, but is it going to win us games at the minute? It's not. Uh uh, Jim says, surely we have to stick with one system. The players won't know whether they are coming or going. Alan Wilson, your take on it? Well, I think, you know, my uh, feelings on the three three at the back, Craig, I don't like it at all. Never have done, never will do. I think there's too much can go wrong. And if it does, there's no cover. That's just my personal opinion. I prefer to see 4-3-3 three, three or 4-4-2. Four, four, I don't like three at the back because I don't think... Admitted, it's worked a couple of times for the Stags, but on the whole, I just don't like it. Uh, Andy says, only listened to the game yesterday. Performance sounded good. The highlights back that up. It's football. Sometimes the best teams uh, don't win. Uh, the best team doesn't win. Over 46 games, uh, this squad will come good. And I think, you know, there are promising signs uh, there in terms of solidifying... Ding, ding! Oh, where is it? I didn't want to knock my tea over. Solidifying uh, the... Uh, Thanks. Uh, the uh, you need it once. Don't be a, don't be a balland. Um, <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, in terms of strength in that back line, James Perch yesterday coming on, even though he only got sort of five minutes. Alan, you know, if we get him some more minutes over the coming games, I think we'll, we'll be a lot stronger, and then that will free up a certain tall fella to go up top. Yeah, I'd, I would admit that, Craig. I think he uh, deserves to go up top because I think. Personally, I think that's his best position. Although in the against Northampton in the both playoff semi-finals, it was a colossus. You know, he was man of the match both times. But they played to his strengths. You know, heading the ball, which is his strength, with his height and his reach and everything else. But uh, yeah, I would sooner see him up front. But we just need to either get that right, like you said, the three people your your uh, favoured three would be Perch. Hewitt and O'Toole, I assume. Yeah, in the, in the opposite order, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you know that, and it, yeah. those three. But then, what happens to uh, the young lad from Forest? Because I don't think he's done too bad at the moment. He hasn't. And do you know what? He's got an absolute weapon on him, Cam. Long throw, and it's longer than uh, mm. long, longer than Mister Hewitt's as well. I I didn't know that. <laughs> we do now. I was I was, li <laughs> I was listening to I Follow yesterday, and it was just. Oh, it was horrific trying to listen to it on the so way. So Harbottle's got an enormous weapon, has he? Long <laughs> throw, Clive. Do you know yeah, what? I, I, know, I know, know what he meant. But no, I just—it was a terrible signal yesterday. Just trying to listen to the game, so I missed quite a bit. But no, it didn't. Oh, he's got a long throw. Yes, it will certainly come in handy uh, for us mm. uh, in the end. I think, especially having two people down that side, but. Again, I, I, you know, I agree. He's played relatively well so far. That he's come in, but would I put him ahead of, ahead of Perch when fit? No. Um, three at the back says Adam with attacking wing backs. Tranmere match had all defence in attack at times. Positivity. <coughs> that's what we want to see. It's not automatic that we win every game, says Darren. People were saying the same when Clough was not winning last season, but he turned it around. Defo need help for Oates up front. Our squad is full of talent. It is. And at the moment, it is full of injuries. You know, when you when you sort of uh, dive into it a little bit, obviously Aiken's missing for, for whatever reason, uh, depending uh, about uh, whether people like him or not. I personally think he, he's decent enough for us up top. Um, he's missing. Boateng not fully fit. Obviously, Jordan Barry was suspended yesterday. I think had he been available, I think he may have started up top because I actually thought he played pretty well against Derby up top. Um, with Swan as a partner, I believe it was, actually, with uh, Oates to come off the bench. Um, uh, there's so many people in there which you can uh, think about that are missing at the moment, which will add us some key ingredients. The one question I have, uh, Cam, and we've not really spoken about this too much on the podcast, and we probably should, is the signing of Anthony Hartigan. Now, looks a really, really good player, comes with some really good pedigree, and from what I've seen of him so far, I actually really, really rate him. But again, far too many midfielders, and 
the one little niggle I had about um, the the uh, the uh, the trip to Leighton Orient yesterday was the fact that him and Boateng seem to get in his, each other's way. They're two very very similar players, and for me, I think but can Boateng have wasn't playing yesterday. He was. He started. He did. I think you'll find he started. What match were yeah. you watching, Clive? He got, he got sub. He got subbed off on forty-three minutes, Clive, for George Lapsley. <laughs> You're quite right. Thank you. I know I'm right. Well, I know. To say Clive was. <laughs> there. I go back to my point. I know. Sunstroke, old, sunstroke, old age. Let's put it down to that. Um, yeah. So for me, Cam, I, you know, I think they're both fantastic talents to have in the team, but you can't accommodate them in the same eleven. No, I don't think you can. Um, I think if you've got two similar players that that can play different positions, you'll be fine. But when you've got players that seem to be able to only play one way and that's just the way that they play and and also we don't know what Hartigan can do yet, but whatever what we've seen of, of Boateng when he played for Exeter and, and MK Dons, he's he's a brilliant player, but yeah, he plays one way. So it's just trying it's trying to fit everybody in, but then you don't want to be playing everybody out of position because it doesn't get you anywhere when you're playing God, you, I mean, the one game that springs to mind, and it was actually a really good game, is Doncaster for FA Cup last year. You've got that many different players out of position because of injuries. It was just absolute carnage for 45 minutes. And then you, then it, it turns out to be the best game of the, of the entire season. So you can't win because you, you need to fill gaps, but you don't want to play players out of position. But we can't just keep rolling over and just not not fighting for it. Like just the chances we should have put away yesterday are ridiculous. But I think, <laughs> but then you've you've got to look it on the other way. You've got to throw Maris in there as well. Where do you, how do you fit someone like George Maris in, or how do you fit Lapsley in, or <laughs> Ollie Clark? Obviously, it's great having. Uh, the players on the bench, but when the players that are on the bench are good enough to play in the first team, like starting, you, you've just got to make sure you're first and keeping everybody happy. But you're playing the strength, strongest squad, and I don't honestly think that Clough knows what his strongest squad is yet. I don't think any of us do, to be honest. I think we could all. If everybody was fit, I think this would be quite a good experiment to do in, in future weeks, actually. If everybody was fit, I guarantee yeah. our 11s and lineups would be completely, completely different. I'd agree with that. It's absolutely mad. And I think that that's, is a positive, but we've just got to get to that stage in reality, which is uh, you know not going to be an easy fit as well. Because you know a lot of people talking about midfield, a lot of people don't rate Kieran Wallace. I actually do. I think he's a, a good option for us. Anyway, let's move on to some more comments. Uh, Peter says, I would like to see Hewitt and Gordon combination on the right, matching Macca and Quinn on the left to really offer more options for our strikers. Maybe that is a, a good way forward um, as well. Roger says, I don't envy Clough trying to get uh, the good uh, team set up. Um, and Adam says, I liked yesterday's starting 11. Roger also adds, Boateng, a great player to have I hope he's okay on Tuesday. And he says difficulty in choosing the best 11 shows how good the squad is. Absolutely. Well, that's almost all we've got time for talking about the uh, the Leighton Orient game and the Derby game. But we do have to turn our attention to two other things. One is a brand new feature, which we'll talk about um, in just a minute. The other is an ongoing feature of ours called Podcast Predictions. But first, a reprimand for Mr. Parkin is uh, on the tables. Now, oh. Oh. Cam knows where I'm going with this, don't you, Cam? Do I? Yeah, I think you do. Go on, then. Yesterday, Mr. Parkin, on the coach to uh, Leighton Orion, <laughs> very, very warm on the way down there. <laughs> and being a ginger, sometimes you've got to try and stay out of the sun. And uh, when you can't, it zaps your energy a little bit. So I decided to... Close my eyes with a podcast oh, yeah. and have a little bit of a nap. And uh, <laughs> somebody thought it would be okay to violate my human rights to take a photograph <laughs> of me asleep and post it on the internet without my consent. You're right of reply, Mr. Parkin. Don't give us sod. Right. I, uh, 
Somebody did it to me. I thought they'd do it to somebody else. Simple as. You could have done it. But, to, you could have done it to the person that did it to you. It wasn't me. That person wasn't sat next to me. Listen, well, get used to it. There's nothing. Craig will be sat next to you next week if that's what you're going to do. Yeah, if you think yeah, that's it, about get used to it. I'll tell you now. One more photo of me asleep on uh, on social media. And that is it. Our, our friendship is done. I, I can't do You can't see me. That's that's the time where at my most beautifulest, when I'm asleep, when I'm in my own little world, and just, uh, just, just, yeah, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I've done? Removed him. I have removed him. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to put him back in. I'll tell you, Clive, who was the perpetrator of uh, your asleep photo. It was Tracy. Yeah, and I'm not making the fuss like you are. Yeah, well, you 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 should you, you shouldn't attack. Therefore, attack like. Uh, do you know what? Ah, just, let it go, yeah, lad. Yeah, let it go. Yeah. <sighs> Mainly because people will pay good money for photos like that, and I've not made a penny from it. I mean, nobody that knew didn't know you wouldn't know it was you. It's from the back of your head. Well, in fact, oh, I said it was you. That made the difference, I guess. But <laughs> just, just use it, use it my what what used to be some form of status to gain you likes on social media. That's just like that's like catfishing. That catfishing. is that what that's is that what catfishing is? You know, in a roundabout way, something every uh, do you day. You know what? We've not got time to explain it for you. Shall we turn our attentions to podcast predictions? Let's. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, new rules for this season. I'm going to explain them uh, to Cam again because uh, I don't know whether he uh, got it last time or not. Um, and that is, it is the, uh, you are predicting this time the outcome for Mansfield Town, so win, lose, draw. Then you are predicting the uh, the scoreline, and then you are predicting the uh, the time of the first goal scored. So, uh, just to run through the points as well. It is three points if you get the outcome for Mansfield Town and the scoreline both correct, so as it used to be. You with us so far, Cam? You get... A point if you get the outcome for Mansfield Town correct, but the scoreline incorrect. Still with us? Ish. And you get a point if you get the outcome for Mansfield Town wrong, but the scoreline correct. Still with us? Ish. You then get three points if you get the time of the opening goal scored on the head, on the nail. So if it's scored in the 18th minute and you say 18th minute, it's three points. Still with us? Ish. You get a point if you are three minutes out either side. And if you get the outcome for Mansfield Town correct, the scoreline correct, and the time of the opening goal scored correct, six points doubled to 12 because you get double points. Oh, my God. And you know what? I'm not having to do the maths on this at all this this uh, this season. We've got a fantastic... Uh, guy that's doing it for us uh through twitter really really appreciate it his name's ben really really appreciates all the stuff we'll do the uh updated league table at the end of the month without further ado cam you're up first on this week's podcast predictions uh okay i'm gonna go with a one nil win and the goal time please oh <sighs> 19 minute. 19 minute. No, he said 19th. Yeah. I heard 19th. Uh, I mean, I said the 90th minute. Clive, you're next. 2 0, 36. Right. I've got an issue with that. You didn't say win, lose, or draw. Win, 2 0, 36. Thank you. That's it's not hard, is it? Not hard. Uh, Alan, you're next. Mansfield Town win, 2 0. 13th minute. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Uh, I am going to say that we will draw 2-2 and the goal will be scored in the 32nd minute. If you want to uh, get involved, the link is in the description. You must do it one hour and one minute before kickoff. Uh, and we'll post all our predictions, including Nathan's, on our social media later in the week. We'll also have podcast predictions for... 
the Stockport game on Friday on our social media, but there'll be no podcast between now and then due to work commitments and other things in life. Right, time for uh, a new feature for you. Now, on Twitter, there's a new account which has been set up. I've got no idea who's done it. I've enjoyed playing along when I've seen it. It's called at Stags Wikipedia, aka Guess the Stag, where every day they post a Wikipedia screenshot of a former Mansfield Towns player's career for you to uh, have a guess at. I will tell you a bit of a game uh, week on the podcast. There will be one for you guys to uh, to get involved in. How the game's going to work. I'm going to read out their career line by line. Um, and all you have to do is, if you think you know who the player is, all you've got to do is, um, is just shout out your name. That acts as your buzzer. Are you with me so far? Alan, are you with me? Yes. Clive, are you with me? Yes. Uh, you got it? Ish. Yes. Ish. Right, I'll give you an example. Let's have an example practice practice one. So this is how um this is how it works, okay? Um so I would read out as follows. Youth career until 1999 at Dunfermline Athletic. If you think you know it, shout out your name as your buzzer. 1999 to 2000, Adronians, 16 games, five goals. 2000 to 2004, Barnsley, 121 goals, 121 appearances, four goals. 2004 to 2005, Mansfield Town, 41 appearances, one goal. And 2005 to 2015, Hamilton Academical, 2000 and uh, sorry, 211 appearances. Four goals. That's a career total of 389 appearances with 14 goals. Did anybody want to have a guess at who it is? Shout your name out. No idea. It's a Scott. <laughs> it is. Cam, any ideas? Uh, no idea. It was Alex Neal. Oh. Okay, so all, that's all you've got to do is you've just got to... I'm going to read it out live. And you've just got to have a little bit... Do you want to have another... No, that's good. Right, here we go then. So all you've got to do um, is, uh, remember, like I said, shout your name out when you think you know it. This is, could be a long one. So here we go. Your name is your buzzer. I will take the one that I hear first. Youth career, 2004 to 2007. True Alexandra. Senior career, 2007 to 2010. Crew Alexandra, no appearances, no goals, including loan spells with 2008, Nantwich Town, 2008 to 2009, Lee Greenis, 2009, Stafford Rangers, 2009, IBV, 2010, Hensford Town, seven appearances, no goals. Permanent career, 2010 to 2012, Hensford Town, 104 appearances, 28 goals. 2012 to 2017, Mansfield Town, 132 appearances, 10 goals. 2017 to 2018, Grimsby Town, 16 appearances, 4 goals. With loan spells at Barrow in 2017, Forest Green Rovers in 2018, before he joined on a permanent transfer, Cheltenham Town from 2018 to 2021, with 69 appearances and three goals, and he was last seen playing at Nuneaton Borough. Cam, do you think you know who it is? Oh, trust me, that's a difficult one. Alan, do you think you know who it is? No idea, Craig. Clive, do you think you know who it is? Not a Scooby. Oh, dear. I, I, I should give you... Do you want some clues? No. Why not? Tell us who it is. <laughs> that's not the spirit of the game, Clive, is it? Tell us, give us a clue. Oh, somebody's already put in the comments. Well, you've got to be the first one to put, you've got to be the first Five, one to Alan. <laughs> I think, I, I don't know about you, Cam, but I think I heard Alan there. Can you confirm that you heard Alan first? Uh, maybe. Can you, can you confirm? Support me. Yeah. Can you confirm, confirm that you heard, heard Alan first? Yeah. Yeah. Alan, over to you for the answer. I'll go with Chris Clements. 
Correct answer. Well done, Alan gets this week's is this week's uh, winner. What we're going to do is we're going to keep a tally chart of it as well for how many you get right. So, Alan, well done to you. You are the first winner of the <laughs> Guess the Stag Wikipedia um, game thing, which I need to get a better name for. Now, well done, Andy some... Edwards. <laughs> Sign up. If you're not already on Twitter, get yourself a Twitter account and have a practice every single day. They are at Stags Wikipedia. They post one Monday to Friday every single day. They have a bit of a league going on there as well. Uh, so get involved um, with that. Right, that's almost all we've got time for. Um, Cam, I'm going to come to you first. Obviously, AFC Wimbledon at home on Tuesday night. We already know that you have gone for a 1-0 win with the goal coming in the 19th minute. What are you expecting from Mansfield Town and from the game itself against, of course, one of the relegated sides last season? Um, it'll be a difficult one. I think they're going to be um, disheartened by the, the, the late equaliser that they conceded um, yesterday at home to Lancaster. I think... Obviously, it's going to be a difficult one for us. I think, obviously, with depending on injuries, who we've got missing, um, and and then just depends what what side decide to turn up. I think if we've got a fully, well, a mostly fit side, um, obviously, I'd, I'd expect to maybe not to necessarily risk someone like Boateng. I just think that we've we've just got to start performing because. And, and getting the goals because the performances have been there. We just need to finish them off. And that's probably the most frustrating thing is that we're not playing badly other than the Salford game because that was looking. But um, other than that, it, it's just um, just finding his feet. Like, you know, I know it's obviously the same core of the squad, but we, we still need time to gel. And cause the new additions, they just... They are good players, and and they are going to make um, make us a better side, and just overall just improve our game. But we just need it's just finding that time to to bed these new players in, and then also just managing our expectations. Yes, we need to be getting promotion this season, but there's another forty three games left. It's not it's not the end of the world. Yet, I mean, if you come to this and we're and we're in November again and we've not won in fourteen games, then different question. But we're we're three games in. It's it's not the end of the world. So, I mean, a win is a must. I think that's just to get the confidence back in the players. But even just getting a point, it's not the worst thing to get. I don't, I don't think as long as it's not a loss. I think oh. if we get another loss, I think players are just gonna have fans on the back and obviously Gaffer's going to have his, his hands full with managing players and then also and to deal with the nonsense that fans decide to spout everywhere. It's just a, a difficult one to, to manage but yeah difficult game but winnable and of course, every game is winnable this season Of course and I think we'll be boosted anyway because it is the return of Alan Wilson to uh, the PA box. Alan this Huzzah! Alan, can I ask uh, just before we start, this is not a dig at, at Mr Revel. I like Chris, I've got a lot of respect for him but can you please read the subs out when you read the team out and the, and the squad numbers, I mean he did do that for the Derby game it didn't on the first game, can you read the subs out at the same time please? Yeah Thanks mate, What's your, what are you expecting for, from, uh, uh, from the game? Expecting a good performance. I think Clough, after the training, will have given him a bit of a rallying call, although, he, like he said in his interview, they played reasonably well. It was just lack of finishing, really, that did us, and that's not going to happen every game. I mean, Oatsy could put the next two, you know, in bottom uh, of the onion bag. So, I'm, I'm thinking one goal in each half, reasonably comfortable and a good performance. Clive, what about you? Actually, nobody cares. Um, and uh, that's my revenge for taking photos of me on social media. Until next time, don't forget, we won't be back uh, next Sunday. We won't be here in the week. We'll be back uh, a week on Tuesday night, though, um, for all talking all things Mansfield Town. Right, where's my lawyer?
Well, that's all we've got time for on today's Mansfield Matters podcast. My thanks, as always, to you guys at home for listening, whether that's to the audio version or getting involved with tonight's live feed. And, of course, to the Mansfield Matters podcast panel. And also a very, very special thank you to Guess the Stag on Twitter, at Stag's Wikipedia. They post a Mansfield Town-related puzzle every single day during the week. Go along and have a play along with that. It's really, really good fun. And we'll be doing it again next week, putting our podcast panel to the test. At Stag's Wikipedia is the place to be. Talking of podcast features and games, make sure you get involved with podcast predictions as well. The link is now live to get involved with Tuesday night's AFC Wimbledon game. And we'll put the link for the Stockport game on Saturday on later in the week, probably around Thursday or Friday. Make sure you're following our social media for that. Of course, there'll be no podcast between AFC Wimbledon and Stockport either due to time commitments with work and children and other things like that in between. So there'll be no podcast between Tuesday night and Saturday. Make sure you stay tuned to our social media, though, for all the updates. We'll have the Norwegian Stags blog. We'll have podcast predictions and maybe a little something else for you as well if we get the time to do it. We will be back, though, not next Sunday, but next Tuesday. So in 10 days' time, when we recap the AFC Wimbledon game, Stockport game and look ahead to the trip to Sutton United as well. Hopefully by then, Manfield Town will have added six points to their total tally in Skybet League 2 and will have stopped the frustrating feelings which are starting to grow. Ah well, what else can we do but enjoy the sunshine, cross our fingers and think back to this time last season when things weren't quite going great but in the end it turned out alright-ish hopefully one better this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting involved. We'll see you next time on the show. For the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Good night. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.